Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Pink Print Podcast. Today, we're so excited. We're going to be talking about our dating non-negotiables. So we're your hosts. I'm Kat Philby. And I'm Gio Ingleto. Let's dive in. Let's do it. So what are your top three non-negotiables in a relationship? Or actually, let's start from the beginning. Okay. Say that you have a boyfriend. How long have you been dating him? What's the situation? Do you live together? Do you not? Just to like give a little background and then we'll go into it. Okay. This is my situation. I have a boyfriend of three years. He is the love of my life. I hope you're listening to this. That's so sweet. Um, I love him so much, but relationships take a lot of work, my friends. And I need everyone out there to know that. I know that people in relationships know that. The ladies who are single, who say they want to be in a relationship, they're amazing and they provide a lot of value in your life. But just remember that it's not always daisies and roses and champagne. I wish it was. I wish it was. So my three non-negotiables are, number one, your partner continuously has to be dating you. They have to make you want to fall in love with them time and time again. Okay, men? You have to make that woman feel fucking special. Okay? We can run away at any moment. Any moment. All right. That's really funny because like yesterday, for example, I literally just felt like being courted again. I'm sorry. Like, listen up. Our boyfriends know who they are. Exactly. We shouldn't have to ask. I really felt like being courted and I I just called my boyfriend and I was like, pick me up and let's go to dinner tonight. Like we should go on a date because I think it's so easy to fall into a routine. Yeah. And, And then like the routine is just, Routines are deadly sometimes. Oh my God, They're I know. great habits, but it can really kill a vibe or a spark. And then you need to like be stimulated again. So mm-hmm. I was like, let's go on a date. And then he was like, okay, I'm picking up this time undisclosed location. And I was like, I love, love it. that. Love it. Okay, great. Yes. Take me. And then we did. But to your point, yes, we want to be continuously dating because it just makes us feel special. I think it feels good. Like remember when you were just meeting someone, it's like, so fun when yeah, you're like getting like to total know someone, you dopamine. have the butterflies and it just feels really good. And it's just like, I feel people want to feel that. I'm, imagine you're married for 50 years and you don't feel that again. Like that's what sucks. So that's why I feel like it's always special to keep yeah. dating and working on that. Yeah. I think number two is you have to separate quality time. And dating is different than this because for you, for example, it's different for us. I don't live with my partner. Gio does. And you can be sitting on the couch with your partner, watching a show on your phone. That is not not quality quality time. time. It is not quality time. And to the outside world, even for you, you live with your partner. People are like, oh, you're with your boyfriend all the time. Like, why do you need to go on a date coming out with us? No, you're not. And tell them, tell them how it goes. Okay. Literally, we wake up and I'm not really a morning person. I have a hard time waking up in the morning and like getting out of bed and like starting. And so that's like not a moment to really talk. So we wake up, he gets dressed, he goes immediately to work. He has to leave. I get dressed. I go to work. We go to work all day. Sometimes I end at like 7, 7.30. There's been days where I end later, but whatever. Let's say it's 7, 6.37. 
he gets back from work like i don't know six then he goes work out i get home we cook we eat we don't have a dishwasher so we need to hand wash everything ourselves with our hands i'm like with our hands we need to clean <laughs> <With> our tongues <laughs> we need to clean everything and then by that time it's like okay now i need a shower i need to do my skincare routine and now it's fucking 8 39 p.m and i'm fucking exhausted, exhausted. from the day exhausted and, and then all you want to do is like maybe read a book. Maybe I'm too tired to read my book at night and I just want to go to bed. Rarely do we really watch even a show together at night because I'm just like, I want to go to bed early and I want to get in bed by 9, 930. And then it's just like, where did the time go? Where did the time go? And guess what, guys? And there's like no moment to like really be together and have quality time because then it's like you're just tired. And then the next day it happens all over again and then when you see a whole week has gone by and then friday night maybe you want to hang out with your friends and saturday maybe you have an event then sunday it's like family day and you're like wait a second a whole week or two can go by and you didn't really spend one moment of quality time with your boyfriend and Mm -hmm. i tell my boyfriend sometimes i'm like i feel like i haven't seen you (laughs) not seeing you of course i see him but i'm like i feel like i haven't like been Been with just you you. like i want to be with you yeah and so it's really important to set aside the quality time which sort of goes with like continue to date the person i think Mm -hmm. the dating part is like the exciting part of like let's do something different and like do different activities or let's go to the beach together um or let's go to the movies like doing activities together but it goes with also like that time is like that quality time that you're spending with your boyfriend which is so so important yeah it's so important and even when you get like stuck in this routine like you said it's like nine o'clock at night now like you're not gonna watch a show i'm sorry but half the time you're gonna be too tired to have sex with this person too which is very important for the relationship so that's why you need to separate the quality time like give each other full attention be intimate with one another like you need to make that person feel special it's really easy to fall into a rut. And I'm saying this, I've been in a relationship for three and a half years now. So a little more than you. And we moved in together a year and a half ago. So like two, two years ish into it. Oh my God. I know. Why did I not realize that? Crazy. (laughs) And, and I'm just like, if I'm feeling like this now, Mm -hmm. I can't even imagine people who are married long term and with kids and a bunch of other shit in the way yeah it's like then your kid wants to sleep in bed with you and then oh like all my. intimacy is lost i mean obviously we can't speak for that because we're not there but i just yeah. think that's how it is i think kids probably, like yeah. you probably lose sleep in the beginning and then when they're toddlers they want to sleep with you and then it's like yeah when is it time to be with your partner so yeah. i think it's so important from the beginning because we're saying our non-negotiables right from the beginning really establish that and and be consistent with with it and maintain it because yeah life is only going to get more complex and more people and more people to support and if you don't do that from the beginning then it's just so hard to lose it and then lose yourselves and then lose the connection yeah no i totally agree and i think another non-negotiable for me is you like have to make sacrifices for your partner and they have to make sacrifices for you. I mean, they shouldn't be labeled sacrifices. That's like a really intense word, but for example, like you need to spend time with their family and they need to spend time with your family. You know, if you're dating me, you're hanging out with my family a lot. (laughs) Right, right. Exactly. Like same. I love being with my cousins, my aunt, my uncle, like we're going to go there on Sunday. We're going to watch football. We're going to eat, hang out. I don't know the obsession with the football. (laughs) Here we go again. God forbid I say the F word. (laughs) 
the worst f word she says is football <laughs> literally unless it's like football and it's soccer <laughs> that's the only good football it's giving foreign we are foreign everything foreign our yeah. cars are foreign <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> anyway so i think that's really important and you know what i think is very important yeah you need to know how your partner gives and receives love the way they're going to give you love is the way they want to receive it. And me and my boyfriend. What is it called again? The five uh, love languages. Love languages. Yeah. Yes. Which yeah. are physical touch. Mm-hmm. Uh, words, words of affirmation, affirmation. Quality time. Gifts. And acts of service. Yes. What are your love languages? So I've never taken like that. I'm like that exam. No, I didn't take an exam. I just like no. think I know. I know. Um, but like here's where it gets a little hairy. What is the <laughs> difference between gifts and acts of service like is that not the same thing no okay she's like raising her hand no i know because (laughs) so my love languages i think are not i think i know are quality time and acts of services okay what's an example of an act of service so this is why i think it's different act of service is like i went out of my way to do this for you like i went out of my way and i picked up flowers for you or i'm gonna go you know pick you up and take you there or I'm going to go do it's like doing something for someone without having to ask for it yeah I feel like as a child I didn't really (laughs) so it's interesting I think there's root no it's interesting because as a child what you didn't receive you want more but also what you continuously did receive you also want sick so acts of services and quality time so basically my mom was just way too busy (laughs) (sighs) it's a reality all right I love my mom. We, we forgive her. We for, we forgive her. But so reach. You're good. You're like raising your I'm hand. Like raising this my hand episode. <laughs> God. Um. So that's what acts of services is to me. Like yeah. doing something. Like going out of your way to go do something for me. Yeah. Okay. And then gifts is just a physical gift. Like I gifted you a ring or um clothes. Or, yeah. You know, like an actual physical gift. Mm-hmm. So I want the act of like you thought of me. And you're doing something for me. That's the okay. acts of service for me. So and those are my top two. And quality time. Like I could just spend time with, with this person all the time. Words of affirmation. If you tell me you love me, like, of course, like I, I like that. But yeah. it's not like I'm yeah. not dying. And physical touch. I like touch, but sometimes I need my space. I'm literally like, don't touch me. Sometimes I'm yeah, I'm like, don't touch me either. I want to like get back to this, but. When we say like, don't, well, we can just talk about it now and then we'll go back to the words of affirmation. I mean, the five love love languages. Which goes back to your non-negotiables. Yes. (laughs) But you know how we're always talking, like we have such masculine energy at work and it's. This is actually a whole, no, let's unpack that. Yeah. Let's unpack. So me and Gio both definitely have masculine energy. And when we're at work, we're like grinding and like very like in our alpha. But something I learned this year, which is super important is that when you get home, you have to be in your feminine energy. You get to the front door and you leave that shit out. And yeah. when you walk in, you need to bring in that feminine energy. Yeah. Can you elaborate on it? Because yeah. this is your, this is her niche. This is my niche. So I just think that like nowadays, at least for us, I can only speak for us, but you know, we have to go out and work. We have to be like the doers, the go-getters. Fucking bad bitches. Get shit done. It's amazing. But if you really think of that kind of energy... It's intense. It would be more intense and more of a masculine energy, you know? So you want to go, you get shit. You know what I mean? Like you just go to work and you're fucking hustling, right? That's the masculine. The feminine energy is more of like the receiving, like, 
more love. You know what I mean? Like, and that's let just that guy fucking do shit for you. Like that's just because it makes them in their masculine energy. Exactly. So that that's just naturally what it is. So it's just so easy for us to get to work and get all this shit done, and then come home and be like, I can get all this shit done too. And then it gets to a point where you're like, well, I can do all this shit on my fucking own because I can get everything so done. So why do I need you? Well, it could get to a point where you're right. like, well, I don't need you. Be- not like that, but it's just sort of like, well, I get home and then I do the dishes and I can no, do you this. You can get into and that I'm thought ha- routine. And I'm just like a happy person and I can please myself and I can just do everything myself. And then this person is just here and then it's just like, well, I don't really need you. And I think that's really hard but important for us who have more of the tendency to go into that masculine alpha energy we need to work on tapping into our feminine energy with our partners because if not we're just going to become like i don't even want to say the man in the relationship but like we can really just bring this energy that or or may even repel other men yeah you know like i see i'm going to use my mom as an example again but just so many years of working hard 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 and Honestly, being the man, because she was like the man, she was like the mom and dad at home for us. Mm-hmm. And I f- see how hard it is for her to find a partner because she just has all this energy and these men are probably like, what, like, what do you need? What do I provide? What do I need to provide? And men, I think they need to feel like they're providing something. They want to feel useful. Mm-hmm. And if they just see this woman who can make a lot of money, who that's like, I think one of the other things, like when you are financially stable, you don't need to depend on them. They make their own money. They hustle. Then they're still pretty, like they just do everything. They're like, okay, I feel unuseful here. I'm just going to go to somebody else. Some other woman who, who needs me, who needs me. And I think men need to feel needed. Mm -hmm. And so when we get home, we take that coat off and we need to be feminine and maybe like just a little more gentle, more gentle, be more calm. And we, of course, again, are speaking for ourselves. Maybe you're naturally gentle and dainty and cute. We're a little intense. Like we can get home and be like, why the fuck did you not do this? And this and this and this. And then you get, again, get into that thought pattern. You're like, why the fuck am I with this person? If I go work, I make money, I can do the dishes, I can make a child. What are you here for? <laughs> like, tu sabes. And it's not about that. The thing is like, we don't want to do everything alone. No, we want to have no. partners. It feels nice. Like you want to have a partner, but we need to learn how to different, differentiate these two moments. Like yeah. one thing is to bring this energy to work, which is a, hustle environment and Mm -hmm. another thing is at home yeah and and i do i do think that men need to feel needed so we all do if need to feel needed so we need to allow them that space yes and also like allow them to do things i think that sometimes we need to act a little dumb and be like i need help with this i need help with that i need you to help me with this this and that yeah an example of this is like totally us if we're like cleaning something in the kitchen it's like if they don't do it, like the second that we're done with dinner, we just get like annoyed and frustrated. And it's like, why isn't this done already? Like, let me just go do it. And then yeah. if they clean it, they don't clean it good enough. And you're like, I'm going to reclean it because you didn't do this good enough. But it's us being crazy. like literally crazy and a little controlling. And we have to ask for help and allow them to do things, even if it's not 100%. And they can learn and do better along the way too. And but- also praise them. Yes. Like for when they do. No, because sometimes it's just so, I, I say this for me, it's so hard to be like, can you help me do the dishes? And when I say do the dishes, I want you to help me do the dishes now. Right. When I fucking ask you to. And then it's like, if you don't do it the way that I, so you see like where the, this intense energy can yes, come out. Yes. And then it's like, 
you, I want you to do it now. Oh my God. And then you didn't do it good enough. And then it just sounds like I'm fucking negative Nancy complaining out here that this guy oh does everything God. fucking wrong. Yeah. When I can be like, oh my God, thank you so much for helping do the dishes. I really appreciate you helping me. Yeah. And maybe he didn't do it exactly the way I wanted to because I'm crazy. Yeah. You know, I think that something I've learned is that just because I'm nuts doesn't mean somebody else is nuts. Mm-hmm. And just because it's a priority to me doesn't mean it's a priority to him. Right. So when he's like, I will do the dishes, let me just do take a shit first who knows i I don't know let me just like chill for a little bit like we just cooked we just ate whatever like let me relax for 30 minutes and i'll do it yeah and i need to be like okay let me step back Mm -hmm. and like allow him to do it and if i just go ahead and do it i'm never gonna allow him to do any of these things that i'm asking to do and then i'm gonna start complaining like i do everything it's like but i don't need to give him a chance to fucking do it exact that is so the key to, takeaway we need to just like take a step back us us crazy motherfuckers mm-hmm. need to take a step back and just relax for a second yeah. and give them space to do it yeah. in their own time yeah literally an example of like how i could have acted differently the other day again i'm at my aunt's house and it's like me my boyfriend and my two boy cousins and we're all around the same age and we had dinner there and we're like getting ready to go. And I was serving myself leftovers to take for lunch tomorrow. And I'm like, oh, Riley, like, do you want like leftover picadillo to take for lunch tomorrow? And this isn't how it went, but my family loves to depict me this way. I hope you're all listening. And they tell this story to this day, like over and over again, that I was like, what do you, did you do? <laughs> this isn't what I did, but this is how they depict me. And it probably is how I came across, which is why I want to say it. And I was like, oh, do you want leftover picadillo? And I probably said, like, okay, like, come serve it then. Like, I'm not doing it for you. And my cousins are like, well, serve it your fucking self. Like, they, like, <laughs> depict me as this literal, like, Godzilla woman erupting. <laughs> um, so that's probably how I came across and not as a gentle woman who should have served her <laughs> lovely boyfriend a fresh plate of picadillo. So, yeah. Um, oh, my God. That was my gentle voice, which was really scary. Anyway. So the point is... We can't be so controlling and we do need to step into this divine feminine to make, to make a balance in the relationship, really. It, it needs to be balanced. Yeah. Wait, we never go on over your love languages. Oh, my love languages, right. And okay. loving somebody in their love languages. Mm-hmm. Okay, yes. Let's get back to that. My God, we're excited today. So my love languages are also quality time. And uh, see, I thought gifts and active service were kind of similar but now that you know that they're not. Now that I know that they're not, I think I like acts of service. Because when I think of gifts, I'm like, oh, I love if my boyfriend came home and like brought me flowers. Like just thought about me and went out of their way to like make me feel special. Yeah. I like that. My boyfriend's love language is physical touch times 100 million thousand. And uh, sometimes I'm the same way. I'm like, can you just like off me? I'm really hot right now. <laughs> And uh, I've learned to be better about it. And I learned to like give him more like hugs and kisses. And if we're at the grocery store, like, hey, like hold on to him. Like he loves that shit. Like, which to me, like I could care less if you're like touching me at Isn't all times it of really the day. It's really funny how my boyfriend's little language is also physical touch and See, words of affirmation. Yeah, oh, my boyfriend is totally a words of affirmation. always want to be touched. And, I'm like, and told that they, we love them. Like we fucking love you guys. We've been with you for three <laughs> years. <laughs> Don't forget it. <laughs> it's just really funny and then we have to love somebody else in their love language That's because the thing. we end up giving love the way that we want to be loved mm-hmm. and it's like well i did this for you and i 
went out of my way to i don't know pick some shit up for you you know what i mean and yeah. take your shit to the dry cleaners like that to me is an act of service like i'm doing yeah. something cute thoughtful for you to help you and of course they appreciate it but maybe they don't appreciate it the way that we would because that's just not the way that they want to be loved yeah and then they may feel a lack because we're not giving them love the way that they want to be loved okay physical touch and words of affirmation yeah. so we need to work on touching them and hugging them like you said yeah you're you know Making an effort to love him the way he wants to be loved. Yeah. For example, the other day. I think it's important, though, to learn your partner's love language. It is. And this is an example. Yeah. Again, this is three years later and we're still making mistakes. So you're always learning. I'm sure we're always going to be ever evolving. Learning. But on our anniversary, I bought my boyfriend a gift that I knew he was going to be so excited about. It made me so excited to like think of him opening it. Aww. And I f- totally forgot to get him a card, to be honest. Like, I don't know. I tell him. I tell him a lot of things every single day so and again for me like i don't care if i get a card like i'm gonna throw that shit away to be honest i'm gonna keep my house clean throw the card away we're over it right on the contrary i actually have received cards and i cry i can cry in that moment <laughs> but i'm throwing it away like it's clutter so anyway um i forgot to give him a card and he like didn't even really care about the gift and was like wait like there's no card and then i was like i'll, I'll write you one like it's in busy whatever and then it ended up like being like three weeks later and he kept being like, so where's my card? So where's my card? And I'm like, wow, oh like God. you really, You're really so want this? Mean. No, I'm not. <laughs> my point is I'm I kidding. don't That's care so if I get a cute. card. So to me, it was in the back of my head. And to I him, know. he's like, can't sleep at night because I don't haven't written oh this card God. yet. And yeah, so my, and now I'm like, wow, I will never forget to write him a card. Maybe I'll write him a card for fun now because I know it means so That's much really to him. That's really sweet. Yeah. And you going out of your way to do that because you know it's important to him is exactly. also really special. Exactly. Because to you, you don't care. So you're really doing it for him. And, mm-hmm. that's, and that's really nice, I think. Yeah. And that's how relationships have to go and that's how they work. Exactly. So I think we need to learn our partners and learn what they like. And then we, we do need to do that. Yeah. And they should do it for us too. Mm-hmm. So that way it's even. Yeah. Something else that I want to touch upon is giving your partner feedback. Because I didn't do oh, this yes. for a while. And uh, you can give them negative feedback and positive. And also, you should be able to tell your partner exactly what you want to tell them without worrying. I do that all the time. Yeah. And I learned from you. I was always like, oh, my boyfriend's really sensitive. And like, he's very like tender. And I never want to hurt his feelings. So whenever I talk to him, I'm always like tiptoeing. And this year, I don't hold back. Mm-mm. <laughs> Which we can talk about that too. <laughs> Like I never wanted to say anything that I thought would hurt his feelings. And this year we started to have like really honest, open conversations. And I've seen our relationship like grow and blossom so much. Like there's so much more love when you're openly communicating like that. So I would tell him, I don't like this, blah, blah, blah. And then I would notice when he wouldn't act in that way and support me in a way that I like more. And I'm like, oh my God, like, yes, like this is amazing. And I would be like, wait, I need to give him positive feedback. So I would tell him, by the way, I love how you responded to when I said X, Y, Z, and I love the support you gave me. Like, Yeah, we can't just give negative feedback all the time because right. that's so like putting right. the person down, I think. Mm-hmm. So the positive feedback is really important, like reinforce what they're doing right. So they'll keep doing more of that as well. I agree. So to that point, one of my non-negotiables when I started this relationship, I don't even know how it came about, but we were like, communication is the most important thing in a relationship which it is. And we were like, we need to have open communication. Like we literally laid those ground rules from the beginning. Yeah. So every single time that somebody does, one of us does something that we don't like, we will tell each other. 
So it's happened a bunch of times. And that's why I think, I don't know, it's just been so easy. Maybe also he's just an easy person to tell these things to. But Mm -hmm. from the beginning, we've just always been really honest with like, listen, you did this. I didn't didn't really like it or vice versa. Mm -hmm. So I think communication is super, super, super important. And we should have this this conversation. Mm -hmm. Like, why not? How can they ever get better or we get better? If no one's telling each other what's going on, we can't just be in our heads about it and then complain to our friends. Like we need to actually do something about Mm -hmm. it. Cause trust me, as much as I'd like them to be, they're not in our head (laughs) and they can't read our minds. Like they really can't. And sometimes honestly, men, I just think like, they just don't think that sometimes they did something bad or that they bothered because it's just not important to them. You know what I Mm -hmm. mean? So it's like, if I say like, I would really want you to take me on a date. Like I did yesterday. It's like, okay, I made myself heard Clear. clear. And then he acted upon it and then it's working mm-hmm. instead of me being like, oh, I wish you would take me on a date. He hasn't taken me a date. And then you're bitching to your two friends weeks, and, and it's like, I feel like we haven't blah, blah, blah. And then I don't say anything either though. Like how the fuck is a guy supposed to know what he's supposed to do? I think men, um, like appreciate and they act like when you're just very clear with them and tell them what you want. I think they're There's, probably always so confused on what the hell we want. I think we're <laughs> confusing. I think we're all like, oh my, like just more emotional maybe. I it's mean, like I know that, I am, but I'm more like up and down and then my head's here and then I want him to do something, but I want it to come from him yeah. <laughs> and for him to just know how to do these things. And these guys are like, bro, just tell me like what you want and I'll do it. Like yeah. I think most of them will try to do it because mm-hmm. they want to make us happy. So it's just like, just be upfront and clear. Yeah. It's like that meme and it's like, babe, where do you want to go eat? And the, oh my God. the lady, the lady, LOL, the girlfriend is like just confused. And there's like all these options. It's like the hardest question to ask. Yeah. Yeah. So I think communication is super duper important. Also, I mean, I don't know if this is a non-negotiable, but I think that overall, like you need to have aligned values. Yeah. And by that, I mean, like to me, something, I guess it's a non-negotiable, but it's a value that I really appreciates like someone who cares for family someone who cares to spend time with family who wants a family like i really like you said i really enjoy spending time with my family too and my boyfriend is going to spend time with my family a lot of them and i don't mind spending time with your family too like i i value that so i want someone to be on the same page yeah as me that's that's one like value that i really appreciate and also someone who's working on themselves and growing and evolving because i know that we are and they need to be wanting to do that as well yeah and we're trying everybody on their own pace but someone who's growing with you because Mm -hmm. if not it's really easy to outgrow someone exactly if not we're up here and you're down here and i'm not going to keep waiting because i'm going to keep going up and you better follow my lead or hopefully you're above me and i'm following your lead doesn't matter as long as you're going up yeah but it's someone who wants to grow with you and Mm -hmm. evolve with you Mm -hmm. because if not i find it really hard to be with someone who is not making any changes totally with things that they should be working on and i know that i'm working on the things that i'm working on and it just feels very imbalanced yeah and unfulfilling i think something else that's really important is that you and your partner need to have separate lives like separate things that bring you joy. Things can bring you joy together. But if I want to like go hang out with my friends and have a spa day, like you go play golf with your guy friends, like different things that it's not like you're the sole thing that brings me joy. No. And if you're not around, then it's like, what do I do? No, 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 no. Everyone needs to have their own lives. Mm -hmm. And then when you come together, you're happy, but you're also happy apart from each other. Yeah. It can't become a codependent thing. No, always ends poorly. It's just unhealthy. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> okay, so how did you and your boyfriend meet? Like to our friends who are single out there, like what do you think the best way to meet a guy is? I want to hear about your meeting story. My way that I still think if I had to meet someone today, I think the best way if you can is like mutual friends, friend of a friend, which yeah. is sort of how we met. Yeah. Um some people like like the dating like going on Hinge and Tinder, you know, it's like eh. mm-hmm. I've never been on the dating apps. I don't know if you have a different experience before i mean or yeah. now if you have friends who do it i have friends who do it i don't think that i would do that i just think it's great to meet people through somebody else so that's how i met him um i came back from new york and he was friends with a lot of my girlfriends and we ended up just going out all together as a group and then we started to get to know each other actually we are a covid love story so i am too kind of we're like literally covid love story so um it's giving going on walks it 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 literally was going on walks. So we met in like January or February and then March comes around and then COVID shutdown happens. And the only thing that we could all do here is obviously go on walks. So like we started off with like a group of friends and we're like, okay, let's go walk to the key bridge, which is a bridge here in Miami. It was like a long walk and we would all go in a group. And then we just started saying like, Hey, like want to go on a walk? Like you alone because it happened to be that he was my literal like front door neighbor. Like Mm -hmm. my building was here and his was a minute away from me. Yeah. So we would just go on walks together and we would just enjoy being outdoors. We would work out together, which now that I think back at it, like we were literally like going on runs together okay, like, and I fucking uh, hate run. Yeah. Never <laughs> so seen you like run. When you're first getting to know somebody, like, I can run. Yeah. <laughs> like, I can't run. Oh, I would never. I say. hated it. And also like what a disgusting way to get to know someone when you're sweating. So it was March and it's super hot. So I just think like what a disgusting way. It could have only gotten better, better from there. But I think then it was like on steroids because that was like the only thing that we could do was just go on walks and hang out because nobody else was doing anything. It was fucking COVID. It was a quarantine. So it was really crazy times, but we would end up seeing each other so much and so often. And then, and then it took off um, from there, but it was an interesting COVID love story. But so we met through friends of friends. Yeah. How did you meet? I met through friends of friends too. I was literally going into my senior year of college and one of my guy friends texted me. He's like, Oh, like come over at this point. We're all living in apartments because none of us were living on campus anymore. Yeah. So he was like, come to my apartment. Like, let's hang out. Like we couldn't do anything. And it was a setup all along. Really? And I didn't know. Yeah, it was. It was so cute. I wish somebody thought of me like that. I know. Thank you, Sinjin Goldberg. (laughs) You know who you are. Um, And he was like, come over. So I went over there with my friend Marissa and we were hanging out and we got there. And like my boyfriend was there with one of his home friends that like didn't go or actually my boyfriend did go to my college. I forgot about that. We didn't know each other until this moment. Um, cause he's a year younger than me. So he was there with one of cougar. his home friends. Literally. I'm like, you're not a cougar. I thought you were. No. Um, and his friend went to Tufts. So like I had never met him before and we're all hanging out. And my boyfriend now obviously texted me like the next day and he literally was like, when am I taking you out? And I was oh my like, God, this is the energy balls. we need, especially in college when like, it's literally like every boy's like, when we hang in, like never buddy, like ever, ever. When we hang <laughs> in? Not hang in, like, okay, like what does that even mean? Like, absolutely not, never. We're never hanging again or never to begin with. <laughs> so I had like this boy who was like, when am I taking you out? And I'm like, oh my God, like, a boy wants to take me out like what a first (laughs) and so we literally started dating since that day so uh, 
Yeah. I mean, you just like to all my girls out there, you don't need to be confused about if a guy likes you or not. Okay. Like I no. know everyone always says if he wanted to, he would la 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 la. It no, shouldn't, but he would. it shouldn't be hard work like that. Like my boyfriend was like, we're doing this. Like I, like he wanted to be with me and her, your boyfriend too. Like they both took initiative, made plans and that's how it should be. Like you don't need to be like, oh, well I think in like a few months, like he'll like me. Like why? Like, no, he doesn't like you. And there are guys out there that will love you for exactly who, who you like for exactly who and what you are, how you look, how you act. Like it shouldn't be a confusing topic. Like if a guy really likes you, he'll make an effort and he's going to make it happen. So don't fucking waste your time with these guys who are asking you when we're hanging. I don't know. You fucking tell me you want to pick me up and that's it. Let's go be more assertive. And there are good guys out there like that. So don't fucking settle. Like it's not worth it. It's not worth your mental health. Like work on yourself and have fun instead. Don't deal with a guy like that. God, I'm fired up, aren't I? That was really good. (laughs) Fired up. Oh, and I also want to say about the dating apps, a lot of my friends have met their long-term boyfriends on them. So I think- That's amazing. I I know people that's amazing. The only caveat I have with it, which is what I tell my best friends all the time as they like scroll and they're like, no, 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 five, seven, no. Like you can't just, it's so, I know it's so hard because all you're looking at is this person's like face and like- Physical appearance really- yeah, your, their physical appearance, and you're saying yes or no, and it's like when we both met our boyfriends. Like, I don't know if I if I saw him on a dating app, if I would have been like, oh hell yeah, like let like need to date Probably this guy. Wouldn't have like swiped right. You fall right, in love, yeah, yeah. Like you fall in love with people's energy and their vibe and their like personality, their personality. Like, yeah. so I think it's really really hard with the dating apps. I love that people are successful on them. So I think you can be if you're intentional about it. Like if you're swiping and you're like oh, like, I don't know, maybe like you have a similar job interest or there's other interests stated there. They like the same song as you. I don't know. That's why it's impossible. But I think it's so hard to just look at one photo and say yes or no to going on a date with a person when you know not one other thing about them. I agree. I mean, I guess if you're on the dating apps, that's why it'd be good to go on dates because I think you have to meet the person in person to get their feel. And then if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. But, yeah, you know, I also will say that I think it's really important your mindset before. Like, I think every single time when I've started dating someone, like, I think I was in a really good mindset. Yeah. And that's why you attract someone really good. Yeah. And it really does happen when you least expect it. I know we've said that before, but since we're talking about dating, it really does. And I was in a really good place. I felt good with myself. I was feeling really confident. Mm -hmm. I wasn't looking for one. And then you just meet some guy and then you're like, yeah, sure. Like, let me get to know him. Like sort of like very chill, like no expectations. Not like, Oh my God, am I going to take this guy? You know, like, Oh no, just getting to know him. And then you start to like them and then it really flows. But I think it's really important. Like for us girlies to Mm -hmm. find a good, uh, be in a good place. Yeah. Cause if you're not, I think you're going to attract some, fucking asshole <laughs> to put it lightly <laughs> yeah no because you're, you're like vibing on that like if you're insecure you know what i mean if you're insecure or you're feeling yeah. like just really bad those days or you're just going through a tough time like i just can't imagine you maybe you could attract someone great but i just think it's so much easier to attract someone when you're already vibing on a much more positive good note totally so how did you know it was time to move in with your boyfriend um i like, how did you come to that decision? I was the one who said that first. Okay. I'm very bold. 
I was just we were like walking we were on a trip together we were walking and I was like I think we should move (laughs) and then we sort of like had the conversation about it and he was also like at a point where he needed okay this sounds bad he also was gonna move out of his house at some point and it's not like we moved in with each other because we needed to get roommates. That's not the point. But yeah, it was just sort that of that would a, be a bad example. No, of moving that would in be with your terrible. Boyfriend. Like, don't move in with your boyfriend just because like you need a roommate. Like, yeah. don't do that. That's not how it was. But it was sort of like a moment where it's like, okay, but it I seemed was, to just align. But it just really actually, I didn't have to move out of my house. He was like planning on it soon. But I was just like, I want to move in with you. Like, I just want to take that next step with you. I think yeah. that if you're with someone long term, the next step would eventually be to to move in together. Yeah. And I think you need to move in with someone before you even think about making anything official. I think that way too, but that's really tricky because a uh, lot of people think differently, a lot of traditional people. And I think especially in Latin culture, you don't move in with your partner until you're like engaged, married. Or married. Some people it's like even after the wedding, you can move in. Totally. With them. I know people who like, I have a friend's sister who just got married and she just moved with him like like the day of the wedding or the day after the wedding yeah and they've been together for a super long time like super legitimate relationship and if that works for somebody else cool i need like to test (laughs) i need a test trial over here yeah because it's a lot like moving in with somebody is just you there's a lot of things that you can like easily like bicker about right and i've learned a lot about myself like what not only in this relationship but like especially moving in with someone like i think one of the key things that i've learned is well yes to bring more the feminine energy like we spoke but then also like it's just so easy like imagine you're home and you still live with your parents how easy is it to just bitch at your parents yeah about like literally anything oh my god like like you didn't wash my clothes i guess like when we're little and they would still wash your clothes you know yeah, what i mean yeah, yeah. you come back from high school and you're like this isn't washed and this isn't that and it's just so easy to complain mm-hmm. and then you get home and i think that a lot of the the conversations we have like it sort of comes off as a complaint and i've really had to work on how i say things and saying things much more gently and nicely mm-hmm. so that the other person receives it in a nice in a, in a, in a better way yeah that's something that i've had to work on like, did your a lot like saying things nicely yeah yeah because this becomes almost like not almost this is your best friend this is someone you're living with of course they're also like your lover and but, they're always gonna get like the wrath of you when you come home but we can't always give our wrath right because that's it's the, just yeah. it's inconsiderate and mm-hmm. it's just not nice like this person's always now getting the worst version of me in the beginning we're always trying to put our best foot forward and now it's just like you don't fucking care anymore and you're just giving the worst like that's not nice right <laughs> I'm, I'm saying so i think that i've had to work on just communicating in a much more gentle effective way yeah that yeah. the other person's gonna receive a lot better so, and vice versa sometimes there's moments where, and i get it sometimes people like lose their patience or you're frustrated like literally the last two weeks our ac has not been working i would literally jump and off the cliff. I don't even know. we thank god the weather here in miami is like a little better 
it wasn't even that cold, but like a little. I wish you guys would see my face right now because I'm about to like throw up at her statement. It's 85 fucking degrees and 100% humidity. Like maybe one of those days it was like 65. These are the exact examples and moments in life that are going to test you in your relationship. Like we get home and then as soon as we start moving around and doing things like making the bed and then go like I start to sweat because I'm moving. I'm not just like sitting there and like I'm okay. And then I start to get really hot and I start to get fucking antsy and I'm getting really and I'm like i have to leave the house like i can't be here like i'm just gonna get really frustrated and there's moments where he also got frustrated he's like fuck it's been like two weeks and it still hasn't been fixed like when is the ac person coming and it's just like it's really easy for these external things to get in the way to like make you both really stressed out but we need to be like it's really like irritable to have to go through that but there's gonna be moments like this for the rest of our lives like for the rest like you know then whatever this is just like one example where we need to just make sure that we're still speaking to the person both in a nice way because just because you get fucking frustrated doesn't mean you're like ah fuck you know what i mean like you can't yeah it's easy to do that yeah but that's why i'm saying it's it's been really hard it's been a lot of work to learn and to catch myself every single time yeah so obviously you've learned how to be a better partner once moving in 100 i'm an amazing partner now but, <laughs> but like you said like you're like you want to take that next step before you even think about like marriage or kids or whatever like do you think after you moved in with your partner your relationship like it, it got taken to a next level or a different level i mean yeah you're living together yeah but, like, but okay that doesn't mean level. anything but it does i mean like on a spiritual level yeah, I think there's more work to do together. I think yeah. that there's more for you to learn together. I think yeah. the relationships, on a spiritual note, relationships is like you learn to do some some deep work. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You do. And things come up Even when we're all the time. Of relationships that don't work, like you're constantly working on yourself. Exactly. So I think that, but in a relationship, it's like these constant examples and these moments and these people and lessons that come up and it's an opportunity every single time. So I think when you just like live with someone, it's like just turned on a little more. Mm -hmm. So it definitely has been taken to the next level and just all these things, like I'm saying, like learning how to speak to someone in a nice way. I'm saying that because that's something that I've had to really work on. Um, and just understanding that like maybe the way that I think is not the way that he thinks and being accepting of his, for example, like the dishes, like we said, like just because it's a priority to me doesn't mean it's a priority to you yeah. and that's okay. I still need to allow him to do it, but I need to be okay with that. So just like all those little moments when you're like, yeah. you know, like working on that. And I think that also like we really learn to be good partners, like you said, because I'm really thinking of this other person and how I'm making them feel. Right. And I'm not just being selfish, like, I can talk to whoever I want. Like, I'm just in a bad mood. Like, I'm just uh-huh. not going to change. Yeah. Like, it just sucks. Like, I'm on my period and I'm just feeling, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's just. Because they're always going to be there's there. There's just not an excuse. Like, that's like really when you're thinking of someone else and they're also thinking of you and you're really making an effort to make it work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My last note and final question is what advice would you give to a girl or a boy who is contemplating moving in with their partner, but they're just not sure if they want to take that next step or not? I think that there's no rush yeah everybody has their own timing and i think that you're just gonna feel it when you want to do it okay cool so what's our homework for the listeners today our homework is to figure out your non-negotiables learn while dating or if you are in a relationship make sure you stay true to them 
and the relationship will ever evolve. And if you're not in a relationship, figure out those non-negotiables and don't fucking date an asshole because you don't need to because you're amazing inside and out. Yeah, the non-negotiables are so important because that way you can also just vet these guys out. Mm-hmm. And you shouldn't have to settle. No, I mean, shouldn't. You do not settle. No, you do not settle. <laughs> Period. And then I would say that if you don't already know your love languages, take some time to learn yours so that you know. And if you do have a partner, learn theirs and learn how to give in how they want to be loved. Yeah. Actually, this is the last thing I'm going to say. I'm so sorry. Why are you sorry? In conclusion, because I think some of my friends will be like, I, I'm so great and they're the best people in the world. But then they're like, why don't I have a boyfriend? And sometimes you think that you can have it all in a guy. So while you can keep your non-negotiables, don't be so, so picky and be open-minded to meeting people and like fall in love with their energy and their aura because a guy can't be everything. I have friends who are like, I want a six, seven athlete okay, who's okay, also okay. a brain surgeon, who's also this in investment banking, who loves dogs and wants who's five kids. Investment like banker and you know, a like, fucking surgeon. It, my point, like it's impossible to be everything. Um, and like, but this is what I'm gonna say. I think your non-negotiables have to be like values. Yes. And like overall just like ways of being it can't be the has to be six fucking foot it can't be those yeah. physical things no I you need totally to look agree. past the physical things he has to have this height and he has to be built and he has to be whatever like that that, that can be that cannot be part of your non-negotiables no and also all those things can be changed like you know That's why, I mean? but they're just like, physical things you're not yeah like a physical part of your boyfriend is or if your partner is it's just physical like you're falling in love with the person who they are yeah Physical is a bonus. It's a plus. It's just the exterior. Yeah. So you like, don't put so much emphasis on that. I would not No. That would not be part of the non-negotiable. If this is the person who you're going to be with the rest of your life, like maybe they're a six foot seven and in the NBA and like ripped right now, like, okay, sorry, he's not going to look like that forever. So make sure you love someone for who they are and how they love you. A hundred percent. And that's the tea. That's the tea with dating. Yeah. So thank you guys so, so much for listening. This was such a fun episode to record. I think, I think we I got like really open with my yeah, relationship. Yeah. I hope that this was helpful. And for those that are dating and couldn't relate to this, uh, I'm sorry. Hopefully we <laughs> provided tips for you and uh, just don't settle for the girls that are dating right now. You're going to find a guy who's so Or for the ones who you. are not also don't settle for. Oh yeah. That too. Fucking weirdo. <laughs> Don't eat a fucking weirdo. Peace out. <laughs> Ciao bye. Ciao bye.